Brady, if you're ready to go, I'm ready to go. Here we go in three, two, one. Hey there, guys. It's the Not A Competition Podcast with your hosts, the Mario Adamo Jr. and his co-host slash sidekick, Sean. Sidekick, I like that. Michael Brady. Brady, how's it going? Happy to be here. I don't know if you fabricated a middle name for yourself like you did with me uh, last week or whenever week who it knows? was. Yeah, who knows? Got to keep the viewers on their edges. Shawn Michaels is a wrestler, so. Who knows? Ooh, well, I could see you be. Well, it might have been was. R.I.P. R.I.P. Shawn Michaels. I can see. Miss you. I can see you being named after him. I see the resemblance. But yeah, here we are, week 14, the final week entering playoffs, like for the regular season, the final regular season week for almost all leagues. Some leagues. I'll say almost all leagues based on my sample size of leagues I'm in. Mm. I know one you're in that is playoffs this week. Do We'll get into that later. Oh my God. We will get into that later. But here we are. Um, I mean... Where should we do? Should we just jump right into the week 13? Lucky number week 13 recap. Baker got signed. We don't really talk about Where should we do? Where should we do? (laughs) Do playoffs Uh, start in your home league next week? We can do wherever you want. What? Do playoffs start in your home league next week? This man's frazzled out here. He's he's been hit with it. I saw you looking at the screen while you were trying to talk there. I'm like, he's desperate. He's desperate out here. I thought we had a get right week because, like, spoiler, we we have the longest losing streak, I think, in this league. Well, let's get into our fantasy leagues here. Um, <laughs> going from your longest losing streak, not yeah. the longest winning streak, but um, my we're going to talk about our – we're getting to the end of the season here. I think we should do check-ins with some of the leagues outside of our normal element here. So my work league, I work for, uh, at Showtime here, and um, – Originally, my team was named after a Showtime show with a football twist on it. Around week like five, I changed the name because they were uh, one. They were zero and four at that point, so I named them Garbage Boys. And since then, they are eight and one. So they are currently at fourth place in that division uh, or in that league at eight and five, and have uh, guaranteed themselves playoffs right now. Uh, fifth most points in the league. It's a fourteen man league. Um, Looking great, and playoffs um, in that league start in a week. So we got one more matchup, try and shake up seeding a little bit. Uh, it looks like there's potential for us to move into second, um, but we'll see how it all goes. Who knows? Um, that's that. I think that about does it for that league. Let's talk about my other league that we don't talk about very frequently, which is mine and yours. Um, mm. Our Dynasty League, in which playoffs start this week. Mr. Mario, you find yourself in playoffs. Congratulations, buddy. Oh, what a surprise. Okay. We, I mean, not a surprise, but a surprise that the playoffs start already. Wow. Yeah, you got a playoff matchup. Currently projected 157 for you, 147 for your opponent. Your opponent is the guy who bet the other guy $100 that he'd have a better record and then won $100. So he's coming <laughs> off a high. His, his players are jazzed. Um, 
Two people in this league, it's a six-man playoff, though. Two people get buys. One of them being the guy you robbed of (laughs) Hopkins for uh, Stafford. Really? Um, Yeah, he is the number one team in the league. He's number one. Yeah, he's just been on a win streak. Hasn't lost until last week. When I cut his head off, 166 to 114, to take my position as um, the second in the league and the second buy spot. So I have a buy. Mario, high potential. I see you next week after really? the buy. Yeah. If so I win, we play against each other? If you win, we play against each other. One of us is going to the finals. One of us in that third place um, matchup. But uh, it's nice. I, I'm a top four in the league in the first year that it's wow. gone. Always good. Always, always nice to see trading uh, future picks has resulted in a good team this year. So hopefully they can get it done. Um, my team not playing this week still projected for the most points this week. So that's always good. Um, love to see that as well. Oh my goodness! We had the most points scored in the league, but we got like you the, did. Cra- the crying laughing emoji. What a cruel mistress this is! But the problem is, I'm third in the league. Oh. And we all what we found out is if you're oh, third we'll in points for we'll you're fucked. Third <laughs> so, oh my god! Against all odds, took down um, the third place curse. So yeah, could be another potential Mario and Brady matchup next week. Mario, oh, why don't you so take many us? buys. What? Oh, my God. My team is suffering from buys in, in this league, just talking about oh. it. So, Cordell Patterson on a buy. Mariota yes, on a buy. Oh, my God. Are we going to have to start Kenyon Drake week one? Yeah, you currently and, have him out there looking for five points out of him. We don't, Your other we don't, guy has all his guys in, though, it looks like, and he's still projected to lose to you. So, like, his team's not that great. Oh, um, my God. But this projections don't mean anything. He's got Jarek McKinnon going. Um, a lot of weird fill-ins for him he's got here uh, in this team. So it depends if, if his uh, late-season poppers keep popping. He could maybe take you down. And you got old reliables like Austin Eckler and Henry that need to get back in uh, in the swing of things and, and take it here. We're so kind of weak at wide receiver. Now nah, I'm looking. We have the wrong A Brown. I mean, you have Hill. We got it's Hill. We good. got Debo, who kind of stinks. Keenan Allen's like pretty good, but like I'd rather start Debo over like Garrett Wilson that he's starting. You know, Debo, Debo is uh, not a great player in standard, more than this is PPR, um, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, like, who, Debo, I'm pretty positive as it is, it is. I haven't been paying a lot of attention. I just put my guys in. Because in this league, there's no free agents is, like, few and far between. I think I traded all my fab away. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> oh, no, I think what I did in this league, because I think I had Walker in this league, I think what I did was I just put $90 on Walker and just got him midway through the season and, and just, like, ghosted the rest of the season. Is that true? Do I have Walker in this league? It doesn't look like it, so maybe it's not true. Maybe I just put all my fab on somebody else. I don't know. But I was not fab shy in this league, I'll tell you that much. Um, so, yeah, we're in an interesting point there. Could be a potential Mario Brady playoff matchup. 
Let's talk about the Love Mario it. Brady playoff matchup, basically, that we had um, in your league this week. A nice transition because Good that matchup, winner, winner, go home, winner, go home, basically. Um, I think so. I, I'm, I, I, I don't know if you would have went home if you lost. You might have still had a chance with tiebreaker rules. It's so hard to tell because it's a needlessly complicated and dumb luck based <laughs> system. But um, the God there's intended. no way to know. Because your matchup with me, you would have been one and one. So if I fell back and we tied, like if I lose and you win the last week, we would have been tied and tied and seized the matchup. So it would have, I think it would have went to our um, our points scored then. Um, yeah. So. Uh, when I was speaking with the Hashlinging Slashers, who's currently in sixth, I'm in fifth, he's in sixth, top six make it in. He was explaining to me that because of the tiebreakers, he's a guarantee for the playoffs. Like no matter... What winner loses, right. he's a guarantee. And truthfully, I don't believe him, but I wasn't going to I believe him, him because he beat both me and uh, Dogs Are For Fighting during the season. He has the the head-to-heads against both of us. We're the only ones who could catch him or you. Mm. And so I could still catch you, but you beat me twice this season. So you have the I got the tiebreaker against you. But you don't have the head-to-head against Dogs Are For Fighting. So that's a scenario where... You guys would have the same record, and I think you're tied in head to head. I think we split and so our it goes to yeah. points four, which you're ahead by like thirteen or so. Yes, I'm ahead by thirteen. So I need to I need to make sure that if I win and score thirteen more points than Dogs are for fighting, I'm in. So a little bit. Well, of the good news on that is he's playing the second place team in the league, and I'm playing Bad news the third on that, place. I'm playing fourth that, place. Right. Bad news on that is the third place, the second place team in the league does not have a lot of points for the third place, uh, the fourth place who you're playing has more. So like oh. technically a better team, but I know you don't care about points for in this league, so it doesn't matter. Nice. Better team has the better tiebreaker matchups here, uh, but it is crazy. I'm the third most in points for, but just due Eight. to tiebreaker shit and, um, and, uh, and that's how it goes. No way to clinch playoffs for me. Sitting out here in eighth place with the third place, third most point score. But if we look at this matchup, we had a close one. 92.64 to 94.46. So uh, less than two points difference or, you know, a fumble or interception, we'll just say, just as kind of a quantifier. Um, <laughs> went into the last, uh, last game here. Um, how much points did you have at that point? That's the real... Uh, how much points did I have going into that game? That's what I mean. I had like, I want to say like 78 or something like that. I needed probably like 14, You needed 15, like 30 points. 20, I remember you needed oh, like, 30 like 30 points. 30 points between four players. Yeah, so which, those which players, isn't crazy. Alvin Kamara, um, Great. Taysom Hill, Chris Olave, and Ryan Suckup. Um, so I was like, all right, there's a chance. First of all, the biggest thing to talk about in this is how I lost the matchup before that game, which was you have the Dallas Cowboys. And for anyone who played against the Dallas Cowboys last week, it wasn't, yes, they scored less points than Cleveland, but it was worse because they had four points going into the fourth quarter, four points. All they need. My Washington commanders only had seven total. So, um, they were doing great, you know? Indianapolis was playing fine. They were in the game. They weren't good, but they weren't, like, giving away the ball. They corrected that. 
They gave away the ball like five <laughs> times in the fourth quarter. I think they had five drives, turned it over every single drive, and one of them was for a touchdown. If they just didn't turn over one of those turnovers, five turnovers in the fourth it's quarter, it's all over. I would have beat Mario. But because Matt Ryan kept just collapse, you you know those dolls they make in Europe where um, all their body parts are basically uh, connected by string, and when the string's tight, it pulls the body together, and it's just like a figure standing there. And then when okay. you press the bottom, it loosens the they, like, string, collapse. and then the thing just collapses. That's what yeah. Matt Ryan looked like every time someone touched oh. him with a pinky finger in that fourth quarter. Just fucking retire. You're a joke. Like, you went from, like, a player who had his ups and downs, like, kind of solid, like, Philip Rivers-style player. These last couple of years, you just are a fucking joke. You suck. Oh, Eat a chode and retire. We like Matt Ryan. Um, We're a Matt Ryan Maddie, I is more like Maddie piece of dog shit. Wow. Um, so Mario, Mario went from being projected for, like, 75 points, which I was, like, already sitting at, like, 70, <laughs> to, <laughs> to being projected for 94 now, or be being at 94 and then i looked at my four guys and i'm like alvin kamara has been rough recently um Taysom hill you're either getting zero or you're getting like 10 to 15 um he got his so 10. like very easy to get his his zero yeah that is true he did get he his got 10. his second best week of the season oh third best week of the season yeah he played chris olave um, got his 50 yards he gets 50 yards every game yeah so your watch was, to it wasn't he's been uh worse as the season went on it's like andy dalton surprisingly is like making him worse even though he, he throws i don't know what it is he likes throwing to uh what's that guy shaheed or something like shaheed. that he kept throwing to him all the time i'm like you got chris alave do something oh my god <laughs> um and then uh brian suck tampa bay just can't function until the end of the fourth quarter so they can't get in field goal range by the time they were driving they no longer cared about it, field goals so go. i guess they just need four downs to keep it to keep drives going but ryan suck up not needed that much uh and the game script kind of knocked him out there in the end um just i knew it wasn't gonna happen i just looked these guys in the eyes and there was plenty of opportunities there was uh you know they're down at the end zone, two yards to go. Kamara got tackled at like the two uh, on like a seven yard run or something like that after getting a first down. Then they like threw it. They ran it with Ingram and then they they threw it again and was incomplete. And so like chance there for Kamara. Then you had um, Taysom Hill got had like a 20 yard catch at the very end of the game and he got hit pretty bad. Like... I, understandably but he dropped it so then that 20 yards i would have won with that too so like a lot of missed chances for them just a uh heart tearing out game for zombie marios um the team you know they score a lot but they just couldn't there's a lot of bad luck for them this year like last week mario's winning 83 to 82 and my team's out here putting up 108 and losing 121 and the worst part of that 121 is it's against someone that i could potentially have a tiebreaker scenario with so like <laughs> it's just in a league turns. because of tiebreakers that's highly dependent on luck the luck just didn't work out this year so we finish 
Uh, we have one more regular season week, but we're going to be finishing probably in the top five in points. We'll see how the how the game goes. Right now we're three, but um, just earth-shattering. But congrats to Mario. I hope he loses immediately in the playoffs because Damn. he's my main rival here. It's not a competition, but, like, it is. Um, so I hope him all no success in the playoffs. But uh, we'll see We'll see what happens here. Um He'll probably trip and fall into a chip going 83 to 64 in the finals against someone. Oh, just yeah. You can Mari- only worry about who you're against. Mario style. He, he game plans his defense every week for whoever he's going up against. Oh, my God. Okay, so now I'm going to say a couple things about it from my side of things. Yes, sir. So, one, we have to just say that we're on, going back to last season – we're on a three-game win streak. The fuck is up is versus Zombie Mario in this league. Not across other leagues for whatever reason, but this league in particular, we like to see. We want to point out that you had the top-scoring quarterback, which was your fatal flaw, because I had two weeks of Justin Fields getting 40 points, and I lost both of those weeks. So the curse mm. of the top-scoring quarterback continues. Uh, and then the last thing I need to mention is if you go back and listen to our Week 9 episode... That's the week where the Cowboys were on by, and someone dropped Taysom Hill for whatever garbage player. And I remember I saved my waiver. We talked about how the waivers reset every week, and people did the mad dash. I saved my waiver. I saw someone drop the Cowboys defense because they were on by, and I used my number one waiver spot to pick them up and hold them because it's like this defense is too good. They got a juicy playoff schedule, except for when they play the Eagles, but we've kind of already game planned for that. But so it was just the difference of the week nine makers because I used my spot on the Cowboys defense. You used it on Taysom Hill. Granted, Taysom Hill was the best in his position. I think he was also the top scoring tight end this week. He was second. I he think, was second. Um, I think the tight end for Tampa Bay outscored him. Ooh. Revenge. Um, okay. I so I never mind. Because they both had, they were both the second highest scoring that in their position. So you take that. Um, and that's like it. I, I mean, said to you before, though. I don't care that you know you lose to a defense; it's rough. Like you'd hate you hate losing a matchup by a few where a defense pops off. But if that defense is popping off all game, just beating the shit out of the other team. You're like, all right, fine. Just a good matchup for them; they got it done. Like uh, Cleveland's defense did; <laughs> they scored them. three touchdowns. So you're yeah, like, man. that's insane. But at least they were beating the shit out of them the whole time. In this mm-hmm. game, man, going into a fourth quarter. Going into the fourth. Matt Ryan. four points. And Matt Ryan's like, he's down 21 with like six minutes left. And he's like, I'm going to huck him up. We can come back. You can't come back. You garbage. Jeff Saturday. It's insane. They Jeff dropped Saturday's a playing 50 Madden. spot on them. Oh, my He was God. playing Madden. It's crazy. Jeff so that's Saturday. what hurts more. Because I'm just watching it. And Mario, you didn't watch. But watching watch. it, I'm just like why what is going on like they kept it was like every two plays they were like what if we give it back to them (laughs) insane (laughs) absolutely insane and then just one of them didn't need to happen to make it all right kenneth walker also getting hurt sucks so it's just it's just you know you hate to lose them that way but jefferson it was a a well-placed pickup by you we take it and so now i masterfully played Taysom hill though this year like, I feel like I only played him when he did well, and when he didn't do well, I benched him. Like, I just got lucky with, like, how I played him. Listen, you game-planned him well. 
Well, Muscle I saw. Um, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say you got Goddard on IR. I didn't realize that happened. I didn't know if you. Yeah, he happened. was. He was a big loss. We've done. If you look at my record, we've lost three in a row. We've had a lot of uh, trouble filling that hole. Because part of oh, you know you draft Goddard, you get him a little earlier. So Kamara got yeah. one point. Kamara had two fumbles. That's tough to lose the one hundred eight. Let me yeah. see this one. 94 to 75 that one that one is just you lose you know you didn't play they played a solid game you played bad when you get 108 and when you get 108 and the other team gets 120 in this league because 108 is like almost a guaranteed win 108 you feel great about i'm pretty sure 108 wins i want to say 90 percent or more of the matchups you go Um, seven and three i um, and then 108, you go seven and three. No way. No shot. I bet 108. I think I calculated it last time. I think, I, I think, think I went through and through. I only lost twice. Oh, okay. I was close. I was close. Um, but, uh, or maybe it was, yeah, I think it was twice. It was that. Ballpark. Um, 108 with Kamara getting you one point too. That's yeah. crazy. The team's, it's a good team. Ryan Suckup, five team. points again. Ryan Suckup, five points again. Maybe that's your problem. Maybe it's Ryan Suckup's the guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a real problem, child. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, like, that sucks, too. Watching a person that you heavily need to lose win 83 to 82, and then to come in at 108 and lose to 120 and if you look at brandon's team too it's one of those teams that's cobbled together out of like weirdo picks where it's like oh this guy could pop off because of this and it's like they they don't most of the time but that week they all just happen to which (laughs) so much it made it so much worse because he just had good performances out of like um some interesting players um like Pacheco had like his best game or whatever. So like Pacheco fourteen, Godwin gets his Pickens first touchdown had his of the seven year. instead of like just being garbage, which he yep. was last week, I think. If Derek um, Carr gets two, three touchdowns and three hundred yards, that don't happen. Nothing would have saved me that week. Like it would have took better play out of Alvin Kamara. That would have been the only solution. One point uh, to that one. One point. So, but uh, no roster plan would have. So when you lose that and watch you win eighty three to eighty two. And then go into this and lose. It just makes the luck of the Cowboys defense and Matt Ryan hurt even more. Because <laughs> you're like, if he would have lost last week, we would have been tied now. And it would have gone down to this week. And so it, it would have been at least interesting. But to be third place in points scored and already eliminated from playoffs one week outside of playoffs is crazy bad luck. So... They'll come back next year. Rise from the dead, zombie Mario. We just hope that uh, Mario can lose this. Uh, Listen, we're we're trying to just keep the trophy in New York. I think we're in agreement that we want to keep the trophy no, in. No, hundred percent anti Mario this year. I did that last year and it worked out. We kept both trophies in New York. That's but uh, I'm anti Mario this year. Um, can't have you stacking dynasty. up W's. We're going for the dynasty. Let's go. Because I okay. think right now you have three chips since we've done the podcast, and I have two. Ooh, so. But you're not in one of those le- it, leagues. It's my friend's league. Oh, the you're kind of my friend's one. league, too. 
Yeah. If we um, count only stuff that we're in together, it's one to three. And also, we've won every single one. <laughs> <laughs> well, great track record. Like, I really feel like that that needs to be better advertised on our podcast. It's like, listen. Yeah, like, we've won every single one. And I think when I'm eliminated, it's you who does it. So it's like, <laughs> it's no one can beat us but us. <laughs> I don't know how, like, it, just from a... A measuring point of view, that seems like we'd be out of this world. But again, nobody in either of our leagues picked up the Cleveland Browns defense against Houston. So maybe mm. maybe we're just all a bunch of tacos. Did I beat you in um, the year I won your league and knock you out in the semifinals? I think you beat me in the semifinals. I think that you so beat we've me. So never, we've never lost to anyone but us in the two years we've done this podcast. I can't believe that. <laughs> I can't believe that. I believe it, though. Oh, my God. Which don't make sense. Oh, okay. I think that's all. Oh, we didn't talk about your home league, did we? Yeah, let's talk about these ones quickly. Um, my friends league, final, like all the all the um, teams had similar ranks here. Even though a couple of them are much higher scorers. Um, so that finally got settled in a case where basically, oh, I'm not even nine, I'm not even 100% in playoffs now. I'm just 99% in playoffs. Ooh, trouble in paradise. So, there's there's four four playoff spots out of the, this is an eight man four teams at eight and five one team at six and seven other three are eliminated so the six and seven needs to win both their games and then one of the eight and five need to lose both their games that are left and then um, the the um, six and seven team needs to pass them in points and right now they have seventeen ninety four. And I have twenty one sixty three, so they'd have to really go off to eliminate <laughs> they me. Laps. What an insane amount! Yeah, twenty one sixty three, number one in the league in points scored, even against this. This team, um, Tiffany is her name. Um, they've put up like over two hundred, like three weeks in a row, the last three weeks. So they're just monsters. But somehow I still am ahead of them by a um, considerable amount. Not considerable. Not considerable. Fifty. 52 points ahead of that person. That's but uh, we are ahead of everybody else by a considerable amount. So that one's a lock-in um, pretty much. And I'm also facing the bye week, uh, the bye team of this league this week. So I should have a, a good uh, a good matchup. So you're cruising. Um, then it brings us to my home league, Good Christian Boys. Good Christian Boys, 8-5 and five right now. Um, you know, gentlemen's eight and five battled back in this league, uh, had a rougher start, not a great team going ahead. Um, battled back in this league, currently number two in points scored. Um, that's a good spot. You don't want to be three. Number three in this league has been eliminated from playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) So you are number four by seven points. So you almost got eliminated from playoffs just because of that. But this team is built on the backs of, it's kind of like Brandon's team in your league, built on the backs of like mid-season acquisition weirdo guys like uh, Latavius Murray or Deontay Foreman. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have Damian Pierce, Patterson, and McCaffrey. So we do have a good set of running backs here. Um, And then a wide receiver core of Devontae Adams, Metcalf, and Godwin. So... Um, a strong team led by Mark Andrews, you know, just doing the Lord's work and the folk hero out here. 
Won last week, 117 to 73. Going up against the third most points scored and non-playoff participant uh, this week in the final week of the regular season. Um, could be an interesting final week. I don't think... We don't have buys in this league, right? It's just eight. There's no buys. It's eight teams, which is a lot of teams. Yeah, but eight out of I, 12 here. Um, basketball rules, where it's just like, listen, you just get in. Thanks for showing up. Currently, seeding-wise, my wife leads our division, me and Mario's division here. The stronger division, I'll say. Um, mm-hmm. We've had five out of the six people make it in our division. They had three over in theirs. Um, all guaranteed playoff spots uh, now. I'm in second place, uh, one game behind her with slightly less points scored, or 50 points scored less. Mario, you are currently in third in our division at the same record as me, but um, you're about 90 points scored behind me or so. Um, so you probably won't catch me in point. If we both win, I think I'll be ahead of you still. Mm-hmm. You'll have to catch me by me losing, you win, which is a possibility going against the team I'm going against. Um, and then on the other side of the bracket, unfortunately, whoever comes in second in our, uh, side will be the third seed because the first seed on the other side gets to go in the second spot, even though they're teams that are worse than us, um, by a significant margin. They, they have the same record, but just points four. they're not doing so hot. I'm looking at, at the overall standings for this league. And there's like some interesting things I'm coming across. So here, here's just some things I'm noticing. So I'm looking at the at the moves made um so this is like the ad drops things of that nature right the team that's in 11th place um they are four seasons they're three and ten on the season they've made the most moves with 33 you can't say they didn't work hard they busted their ass then you have the team that's in first place in the east the eight and five syracuse snowmen have made a gentleman's zero moves on the season. They, they drafted, drafted the roster. They said, yep. And damn it, they're number one in their division. They said, and they're such a, they're such a, if you walk out of the draft this year with this roster, you'd be upset. <laughs> they have Najee Harris and Josh Jacobs, which leaving the draft, you're like, uh-oh. You're like, eh. <laughs> now you're like, Josh Jacobs, hey. Deontay Johnson and CeeDee Lamb and T. Higgins. You know I love me some T. Higgins, but that's another tough one, especially with Dak out for a while. You're like, CeeDee Lamb, I don't know, but now he's six. It's just an interesting team. Oh, my God. And now you're probably thinking, it's like, oh, like, what about bye weeks? Like, I'm sure this guy runs into issues with bye weeks. It looks like that his, so his, his defense is on bye now, but his kicker is Justin Tucker. And he doesn't have another kicker. So that just tells me that when the Ravens had their bye, he's just like, listen, it is what it is. We're down a kicker. And I that just is true. Because <laughs> he has no moves. So he's no made he no moves. He's like, this roster is perfection. <laughs> Which is so insane. He has three tight ends. He has three tight ends. And he's like, listen, these are all glue guys. Like Tyler Higby, David Njoku, Dalton Schultz. He drafted this, three tight ends. <laughs> I don't even know if he was there. Jared oh McKinnon, didn't he do good last week? <laughs> didn't he start because there's uh, injuries or something? Or I oh don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah, Jared I, McKinnon I got 12 points last week. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, oh, my God. Syracuse. It's, it's crazy. I admire you said guy. You said he, 
Oh, Justin Tucker is the one. Yeah, so Justin you know Tucker he's not him. he's not playing anything for Packers defense. This all I really don't think he's doing anything for Packers defense. I'm trying to go to like week ten. He's NFL. still projected for ninety though. He won is... that week. He beat your wife, the number one team in the league. <laughs> oh, and, and T Higgins was also on by, and he was just like, "Fuck it, God's plan." Yeah. That's and his only crazy. his only other startable option was Russell Gage, who got zero points. So it made <laughs> it was just a pure power play to have to start T Higgins, who was just as valuable as Russell Gage. Well, he's projected to lose by six this week. So I I love even Syracuse with the, the bye week. But um, oh my god, let's let's um. I got this lead. Let's talk about yeah. It's 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 actually insane. But this is a perfect example of like my team in your league, just bad luck. Bad luck beats this guy's team in this league. Just good luck. Good luck beats. So like it could go either way. Fantasy football, you can play great and lose. You can play terrible and win. Both are true. Oh my God. The only thing you could do by listening to a fantasy podcast, including this one, is maybe make more informed decisions, which can lean the luck in your favor, hopefully, um, rather than uh, <laughs> like just being like, oh, it's a bye week. I'll just start nobody. Um, I but I just, guy. the last thing I want to mention here is, um, oh, you actually lost a really close one last week. I didn't realize, oh, no, no, I thought it's at 69.7 to 68.6. No, I got blown out last week, mostly because <laughs> of Lamar Jackson just not playing. So that hurt us. We're in a two-game, maybe three-game losing streak. I think two-game losing streak in this league. The longest mm-hmm. is three, so we're, like, just on the cusp of it. But we've already locked in our playoff spot. We would like to just get some good forward momentum. You don't want the first week before playoffs. You score 60 points. That's bad juju in the room, so got Jared Goff. We're a big fan of his. We are a little worried that this week he's in the Dome. He's in the Dome. Next week he's not in the Dome. And I'm a very big believer of Jared Goff. Do you think Lamar's back by then, though? I I really don't, honestly. I'm going to have to pick up Mike White and just hope for a whiteout. Um, But I did want to talk about my wife, who eliminated the number three in points scored last week. She won 97.72 to 97.68 um difference of 0.04 or one passing yard an actual passing yard (laughs) absolutely insane (laughs) i don't know what you do i don't know what you do and it's like what's the rest of this guy's team like you have to think he's eliminated so it's like all right he probably has a bad team even though he's third in points scored or his guys are all (laughs) injured like he had a good start to the season but, oh my god. Nope, just rocking Taylor and Henry coming into season as his two keepers. <laughs> Derek Derek Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Jalen Waddle, Christian Watson, who's been electric, 49ers defense, Chiefs kicker, Tom Brady's when your biggest weakness is Tom Brady, I don't know. Oh. Well it's it's a such an interesting matchup because his two keepers were maybe the one and two pick. This is a, this is a standard league, so maybe the one and two pick of the draft, literally, in Henry and Taylor. My wife's two keepers, you ask? None. Didn't <laughs> she chose Didn't she chose to let Travis McCaffrey hit the free agency and pick no keepers. She started James Robinson with one point. It was like that's all I need. She just did the ultimate 
You want to win your fantasy league tactic, which was draft Travis Kelsey. She also had the Cowboys defense. Cowboys defense coming clutching in all the leagues. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. So his, his situation is very similar to mine. I didn't realize she had Cowboys defense. So when he was watching Matt Ryan flop around. <laughs> oh, my God. The he one thing the... I'll say is they scored less in this league than your league. They did. That's I, interesting. I think it was 20 to 19. But if it's anything more than 20 to 19, I would have won with this league scoring. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe it. Wild. And here's the other thing, Mara. They were um, in one of the fourth quarter. I think it was like the first or second drive they were doing in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Colts, they were starting to get close to field goal range. And and um, so if they got a field goal or they went for two on the last touchdown they scored, and if they would have converted it, I think it would have been 22 points, which would be over 21, which would have made him lose, would made you lose three points in your oh league scoring. <laughs> and instead they missed the two-point conversion and then turned it over instead of getting a field goal. <laughs> and they ended up... Not scoring enough to uh, take points away from you and giving you buckets load of points. So it was just a an insane uh, situation. But that is our fantasy teams here. Um, just chaos. Mario, I believe you are, are almost... You're guaranteed playoffs in one of your leagues. Um, you are probably in playoffs. You have to lose and then get 13 points less, which is a possible scenario. It could happen. But, um, it's not PPR, so the point spreads aren't as big. So as long as your team puts up 80, 90, you'll probably be okay, um, even if you lose. And then where is your – the only other one for you that I think matters outside of our sleeper league together is um, the QB list league. How are you doing in that one? Yes, yeah, so QB list league. So I was kind of like doom and gloom last week because I needed to win for any chance of advancing, and I was going against the best team in the league. I was going up against the ten and two team, and here I am at six and six, and we pulled off the upset, and like we absolutely crushed this guy, one fifty nine to one fourteen. We mm-hmm. put up the second most points of the league that week, so absolutely love to see that. Bumps us up to seven and six. Thing is, I thought this was a top six advance. It's only a top four advance, and we're currently in the seventh seed. Wow. Yeah. So One more week of playoffs? One more week until playoffs. We're seven and six in the seventh seed, but there's also a, there's one, two other seven and sixes, and three eight and fives. Wow. So it really could go down to anybody in that league. It's really close, and I'll say that— And it also depends on the tiebreaker. Which, because this is QB list, I'm going to assume they're saying it looks like it's points points four. four. It looks like it's points four, and the only person we have more points four than is an eight and five team. So they're already a win over us. So we need them. So you need them to lose. Yep. And you need the two teams who are tied with you to lose. Yep. Yep. And then you win, and then you pass them. That's exactly. Unless there's people who are close to you where you could pass them this week. Like if there's I'm guys who are 10, 50, 20 ahead no, of you. No, 50, 50 each. The other guys are neck and neck at 59 and 58. I'm at flat 09. So they're both 50 mm. ahead of me, and I'm about 50 ahead not of Not impossible, but not great. Not impossible because I just mentioned, you know, I won 159 to 114. Someone else put up 95. Someone just put right. up 50, but they look like the taco of this league. 
Um, <laughs> like they're, hey, yeah, he, their point. he wins chips. He wins chips. He does win chips. And looking at it, he's actually three and ten. There's one team in this league that's one and twelve, and they. Oh, they just got the win. They just beat that guy for their first one of the season. Uh, they were 0-12 before that. So, all right, well, there's a yeah. chance, but probably <laughs> unlikely for you. This, this Probably unlikely. I will say this one is definitely the one I do the least amount of like claims and stuff, but we will have to see. Um, Mario oh, doesn't like playing if it's against people who know how to play. <laughs> It's just there's so many leagues. Like there's, I really make sure I do the waivers in my home league, your home league, everything yeah. else. I make sure to set the lineups, and I'll check free agency maybe once. I every mean, other in our week. sleeper league, we don't have to really check sleeper free league, agency yeah, that much. That's true because it's dynasty, and like every player worth thinking about is on somebody's team already. Yeah, you're just picking up weird kickers or backups. Like you said, yeah. like Kenneth Walker maybe was an example where it's like here's a, and even that I wouldn't be surprised he, if he, he was rostered. He, because he was probably like a rookie that someone's like, he this was is a rostered, dynasty. I think. Yeah. Because I, I, I might have looked at him in that league. And I, I might have spent fab on him in uh, in my friends league. Because we also went to fab this year. And I might have just spent all my fab on him in that league. But I think that's anyway. Gonna be, oh, yeah. Just last note on the fab things. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a good off-season topic. Like I imagine after the fantasy season, you know, we'll probably talk a little bit real football. But I think some things we're going to explore are things such as, you know, like, uh, like fab versus non-fab, these weird playoff tiebreakers and things like that nature. Mm. I'm a. I don't know how I feel about fab. I'm. I'm one of those guys who's like, okay, I think this guy's gonna be a legit guy. The guy he's replacing, like Ken Walker, he's replacing mm-hmm. a guy who's done for the season. Mm-hmm. So that's a good note. Um, there's nobody really behind him, and mm-hmm. then there's him, who people were excited about in like preseason. So I'm like, this guy is going to, and the team was good. So I'm mm. like, this guy is going to like be something. I'd rather spend 100 fab on him and have no fab the rest of the way than pay 25, get outbid, and then I'm spending 25 on a QB over here for a bye week replacement. I'm spending 25 over here on this guy. It's like, all right, instead of getting a okay buy replacement i'll get a semi-bad buy replacement and just have a slightly worse qb and then have a league winning player the whole season yeah Yeah. because if ken walker's scoring 10 more than the next guy and the quarterback difference is three points it's like here we go Mm -hmm. but then that brings in like the p ryan's into the example like or i don't want to get into the whole thing but like right where it's just like this guy's doing a spot start i'll spend like 10 or 20 on him and then get a 15 point week you get 15 points and that that's a you know, that's a very considerable amount. So I want It also depends on the league too. Like our sleeper league, there is no free agents. So my ass was I'm trying to give away all my fucking fat. Might as well, might as well. Take my hundred dollars. I don't need whoever this guy is. Startable free agent. All right, week thirteen. We're getting we're we're having a discussion now. So (laughs) week thirteen. All right. You want to run through week thirteen real quick and then I'll run through fourteen real quick and we'll call it a day here. That sounds Excellent. So week 13, we're going to start with the picks. Brady and I pick someone, uh, a different player each week. That's the rule. We just pick guys head-to-head, and then whoever's person performs better gets the point. We do one for each position, of course. So running through this, it looks like a quick spot check. I got four points to Brady's two. My Geno Smith beat his Trevor Lawrence. My Jamal Williams beat his Stevenson, who's a fraud. Uh, his A.J. Brown beat my Amari Cooper. A.J. Brown revenge game. Great pick there. Uh, Dalton Schultz beat Najoku, who I think got hurt. I can't remember. 
his Dallas defense beat my Houston defense in an absolute blowout. And then lastly, my McPherson beat his Dicker the kicker. Next, we got our five by fives, uh, which is where we look at the player who is ranked, who is projected for top for the exact number ten spot in ESPN non PPR, and we kind of just like predict where we think they're going to finish in a range of five, so one to five, six to ten, etc. This one we don't want really to get. This one is a little bit more of like a crapshoot, so points are scored less frequently. But we actually got a couple hits this time around. Yes, we did. Uh, so first one we got is Taysom Hill. I said he'd be top five, even though I was going against him. I wanted to just give an offering to the fantasy guys and say, listen, I'll let Brady's guy finish high. You know, give me the win. And I like how you frame it to whatever you need. When it's your guy, you're like, got to put it out into the world. When you it's my guy, you're like, got to put an offering out. Like, no matter what, there's a reason. It's flexible. It's flexible. And listen, it worked. Taysom Hill. Finished top five. We got the point. Love to see that. And then the other one was Travis Etienne uh, going against Detroit. Brady and I both had him as 30-plus. That's the cutoff we use for running backs. Um, my, you know, with the questionable tag, I wasn't sure he was going to play. He did play but fumbled and was kind of butt. Uh, so we both got a point there. Little twist on it is that we've been doing this, like, double or nothing where we pick one player to kind of, like, say all in. This is the lock of the week. Etienne was my lock. And it cashed. So love to see that. Maybe next year, Mario, I'm thinking double or nothing is a better thing to do. So how that would work is we don't each get one. Mm-hmm. We can get six if we want. But if you don't get it, you get a minus point. Ooh. So if you're like, ooh, Hill's a lock this week in the top five. And then ooh. you don't get it, you get a minus. My only concern with it's more interesting but my only concern with that is we'd just probably never do it. We just never. I was just thinking that. It's like, then we would just never do <laughs> unless it. Unless this guy was definitely not playing this week. Yeah, unless it's like this guy time. is doubtful, but he's also top 10. And it's like, hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. We'll, we'll workshop that. We have a whole offseason yeah, to we'll, play around. We gotta ga- we'll gamify it a little bit more to make. Because that one's, we don't hit very often because there's such a wide range they could be in. You know? Mm-hmm. So, like, um... You could maybe do like a 10-point range, gives you half a point, maybe. but then we're decimals. But 5 by 5 sounds cool. It does. <laughs> 5 by 5 just sounds fun. All right, we got a whole offseason to workshop it. We get next, yeah, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Last, we have our odds. So this is where we look. Uh, we take all the games against the spread. We do it blindly. Like, I look at them. Brady looks at them. We make our picks. Then we just kind of pit the ones that we have different against each other. This week, we only had two. And that was Washington at Giants. The line of Giants by two and a half. Brady picked Washington. I picked the Giants. This game ended in a beautiful tie, as NFC East games do. That's what I predicted going in, so I, I went with the... Uh, I really thought Washington. I picked the underdog in this, and I was, like, ecstatic. I'm like, hell yeah, we got the tie. Good teams win, great teams cover. And I didn't. I had the favorite, so Brady got the point. So that sucked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the New Orleans at Tampa game was the other one we had. The line was Tampa by three and a half. Brady picked Tampa. I picked New Orleans. This was a big game. We already talked about it earlier in the episode about all the fantasy implications in this game. Saints came through. They didn't win because they're bums, but they covered as great teams do. So we got the point there. Yeah, that that whole game was disappointing to me. Lost the point on that. Lost the Taysom Hill point. <laughs> like, lost the fantasy matchup. Like, it was just a disappointing game. 
as a Tom Brady fan, it's nice to see him come back and win. That team's like a little booty cheeks though, but um, just a sad, sad time. Just a tough one. All right, so that puts us at the week 13. We finish with Mario getting eight points to Brady's four. That's a four-point difference, and I'm looking. Ooh, I'm, doing, I'm doing a think quick you're five glance. Up? Are you five up in regular seasons? I think so, because uh, I'm looking. I think four points is the biggest difference we've had this season. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, we had four points. You beat me by four early on th- week three. Um, oh, good eye. Good also. eye. Um, but I believe I'm ahead by four in the season ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, your and our current record overall is you being one ahead. So that would mean that you're five ahead in the weeklies. So as of right now, the season ones are going wild now, though. The season like, ones, did, I don't like Who did we predict ones. to I'm win fucked. divisions, you know? I'm Mario, most season. wins in the NFC. Green Bay. I'm fucked. How's that one working out? Sean Brady, most wins in the NFC. Tampa Bay. How's that one working out? Oh, my God. Sam At least Tampa's making the playoffs. Oh, Ellie Rams, Ooh! maybe not repeating. NFC North winners, Sean Brady, Minnesota, Mario, Green Bay. He oh. knew. He oh. knew. I did have Colts winning the AFC South, though. So. Nah, we don't talk about that one. <laughs> oh, look at those Denver wild cards. What a, Denver what a world. Wild what a cards. world we used to live in. Raiders wild card. wild card. <laughs> Dallas. Chargers, Dallas looks pretty good. Chargers wild card. Oh no. Oh, Dallas is good. Yeah, yeah. Dallas, Dallas is, is great. Good. I got. I, I got, got my Philly in there. We both picked Philly we to win the division because we're smart people. Yeah, that's what we are. Mahomes. A lot of you have Herbert as the top quarterback. I don't know if that's paying off. I have Najee Harris as the top. Yeah, you got Najee Harris. Though no, Henry did slow down. Adams pass cup for sure. Yeah. Kelsey, Kelsey versus Andrews. Kelsey won it. Folks winning against McPherson probably though. Tampa uh, Bay Buffalo two two middle defenses, but Buffalo is ahead by fifteen at one point, which means they're probably still ahead. Yeah, yeah. Adams what a what a fine. wild time to be alive. Gonna be a lot of interesting season long things. Um, just looking at some <laughs> some of these matchups, the Henry CMC one might be closer than we thought now. Mixing top ten looks maybe tough to do. Saquon's the the injury, off a the little. injury is what killed the the mixing right. one. Swift, Swift is, top twelve. Is Swift has off. too much ground to cover. Fournette's Fournette a bomb. top ten. Fournette, I thought was that would 11. be mine. I thought that would have been mine. Fournette top ten because I'm oh usually a Fournette player. Connor top fifteen. Elijah Moore top fifteen. I love seeing all Elijah. these ends in my column. Yeah, it turns Terry out scoring. Terry McScorin was 16 when we looked at this, so that's the one. And DK Metcalf. Those are two good boys. <laughs> not bad. Not bad bets on those ones here. Oh Higgins versus Jamar Chase. Not working out. Great for Higgins. Had some opportunity with Chase out and just like Boyd got a lot of it. Gabe Davis is probably close to 25, I'd say. Yeah, 23 last Woods week. Woods versus Lockett. That's a blowout. Yeah, that one's already over. Um, Thielen, Devontae Smith. Hurts versus Burrow. You're looking pretty good with Hurts. Yeah, Hurts versus Burrow. Uh, at that point, though, Burrow was number two when we did it. That's yeah, crazy. I think Nick I'm Folk top five looks like a good bet. Two I don't know. top 20 is a definite now, I think. 
Yeah, top 20 is so generous. Unless he missed so much with the injury stuff, but I don't think he missed enough. I didn't mark that one, but th- that one's is, that one's very close to being like, we can already count it. You the think so? You did great me. last week. That's, Patriots I, I think under close. over 8.5. That, that might be close to almost impossible. I don't There's, know what They have six is. right now. They, they need have three six. wins. They need three yeah. Out of four game, out of five games, they need to win three out of five. I think they're what are they six and six maybe or something. They're yeah, your team. I don't six. know. No six and six fits. I think with the bye Eagles week. eleven and one. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. All right, that's the past. Let's look at the future. Let's look at week. Yeah, the way tight ends home. are scoring, Pitt's top twelve might still happen. Oh god! <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I might have marked that one too early. He's still outscoring Mark Andrews last night. <laughs> Dylan, greater than top 20, he said. <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck? Adams versus Tyreek Hill is an interesting one. That's a good that one. one. That one. That one's that competitive. One's a, that's a fucking bad The rare competitive there. one. In standard is how we score. Oh, Adams is number one right now in standard. Really? Yeah. <laughs> who's got Who's got him in this league? Hilly. There's Waddle. Oh, there's Tyreek Hill. I bet he's two. Four. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, my God. Anyway, folks, that's our podcast. No, we got to talk week 14. Ah, oh, fuck. All right. Let me get... I was just going off. Week 14 coming up. Picks for week 14. As Mario said, we pick someone at each position, blah, blah, blah. I got Prescott against his cousins. Swift up against his Zeke. Lamb up against my boy Higgins. Dolchik versus Fryermuth. Um, fun names to say at the tight end position. I have Kansas City up against the Raiders. And as kicker, I have Mr. Joseph up against the Falk legend. Um, Falk hero. Falk hero. <laughs> uh, five by fives here. Um, top ten in each position. What five rank range are they going to fall in? I have Dak and so does Mario going in the 11 to 15 range. Mario doubling down on that one for the two-point Darunis. Nick Chubb. Ooh. I thought of a double down. Okay. Every week next year, we're due a 10-point range, a 10-rank range. But you can double down and then make it a five-range selection. So if you're like, oh, I think this guy is going to be, I'm positive he's going to be top five. You could be like, I'm picking one to five instead and you get double points. So it will, single points are 10 point range. And then one person a week, you pick a five point range instead as your double or nothing. I like that. I like that. Clip this. Clip this. Clip. Week 14, Uh, minute 54. (laughs) Nick Chubb going against uh, Cincinnati. Uh, I have him in the 11 to 15 range. Uh, Mario has him in a 6 to 10 range. Both big fans of Nick Chubb. My thought is that maybe it's a little more pass happy um, going against a great team. Jalen Waddle, Miami at the Chargers. Um, Waddle doing not a lot this last week. I think he had like 19 yards. Uh, Hill did all the heavy lifting. Looking for some complaints from Waddle during the week to get the ball in his hands this week. And both me and Mario think he's going to be a top five wide receiver against a Chargers team that likes to, that can score a lot, but also gets scored on a lot. Mm-hmm. Foster Moreau um, going up against the Rams. 
uh, with the Raiders here. And I have him in the 6 to 10 range. Mario has him in the 11 to 15 range. Matthew Wright kicking for Pittsburgh against the possibly Lamar-less Ravens. I have a lot of kicking going in this game, is my guess. Just like they had in their last game, Denver kicked three field goals. You make one of those, two of those, a 40 or 50 yarder, you got a good player for the week. I have him as my lock in the one to five range. Mario locking in the six to 10. I'm gonna go out on a limb say we covered where he's gonna end up this week if I had to guess. Um, Cardinals defense and special teams up against New England this week. Um, not a very scary offense, but we both put them in the 11 to 15 range. Um, any, any reason why you don't think they'll do better against a pretty shoddy offense? Ooh, so this one, I was kind of hoping we would be different on them when it came to the odds because let me just double check. Yeah, so the line is New England by one. It's in Arizona. I think this is the game that Cliff Kingsbury gets fired. I think this game is a blowout. I think Kyler looks bad. I think like the whole offense looks disheveled. I think Cliff Kingsbury gets the boot here after a home embarrassment because New England, they're kind of like mid, I, I feel like, right? Like we said, mm -hmm. we think they're six and six. Right. Mac Jones, maybe he's the guy, but like Matt Patricia just looks so bad calling these plays. So I right. think their offense just steamrolls the Cardinals. And I think Cliff Kingsbury gets fired after this game. I could see it. Um, the question is, like, is you think the offense is going to go off? Enough. So you're like, they're dropping like 25 or more, somewhere in that range. My thought is more like it's like 20 to fucking three. The defense mm. just, because the defense has been rough for the Patriots. Not bad. But not what it was um, the prior weeks, the last couple of weeks. So I think this is their first non... Because they had... Um, they didn't have a hard test in the Jets. But yeah. they had a hard job because their own team was going as a bad offense against a good defense. So they had a hard job keeping it close against mm -hmm. the Jets. It was a busy game. And then against Buffalo and Minnesota... They had a hard job against two good offenses. So they've had a, a rough run the last two games and then hard games against both the Jets around their bye week. So it's been a, um, an interesting time for that defense, and I'd be interested to see if they could get back to the level they were playing against the Jets um, rather than with a, with a slightly worse Cardinals offense compared to those other two teams. So... It could, go, it could really go either way. I'm thinking more it's like they don't score a lot in this game and the defense for the Cardinals doesn't give up a ton, but doesn't there's, there's not a big turnover team, you know? So I don't think they'll turn over the Patriots that much. But we shall see. Um, then you have our odds for the week. We have four differences this week. Vegas at the Rams, Vegas being six-point favorites. I have chosen Vegas. Mario's like getting aboard the Baker Mayfield train in what he called the revenge game, but has no revenge. <laughs> like Revenge against no the world. Re <laughs> no revenge consequences in this one, I guess. But here we are. Um, Raiders have looked better recently. They and have. most of that is, let's just throw 200 yards to Devontae Adams and let him score two touchdowns and pray to the gods that we don't give up too much. And I think I'm going the against. Rams are just bad. 
I think I'm going against Devontae Adams this week in my home league, which would really, like, we're really trying to win that one. We are going against Devontae Adams. So this one, we're like, let's simmer down, folks. That's the thought. I hope Devontae Adams knocks you out of the playoffs. It would be lovely. Uh, if I was if I was going against um, Dogs Are For Fighting, I would just give up, bench all my guys, and let them messed up. just cahoot you out of the playoffs. Such a <laughs> and then um, in our next matchup, we have Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cincinnati six-point favorites. I chose Cincinnati. Mario, you're like, Deshaun Watson's coming to play this one. Here's a fun one. Big so we, Deshaun B- Watson fan here. So, But go on. Let's eh, see how, much he, how great he is on that. in every aspect of his life. We're said. actually – didn't say that uh, <laughs> for the record. We're actually more focused on the other quarterback in this game. So everybody, of course, knows Joe Burrow is 3-0. and against uh, the other quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Joe Burrow is 3-0 and against Patrick Mahomes. He's 0-4 against Cleveland in his career. Mm-hmm. What is going on here? They're playing Cleveland. Maybe he comes back and like finally conquers those demons, but six points is a lot of points. So I like Cleveland here. Like History repeats. Uh, that's it. That's my Cleveland pick. Well, for me, Cleveland scored six points um, on offense last game. Um, that was a tough one. That was a weird revenge energy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't even remember who they played last week. Who, who got all? Is it Arizona? Who did they play last week? Cleveland. Yeah, they oh, played it was Houston. Houston. They it played Houston. Houston. Right. The revenge. So game. against Houston, they put up six points. That's not very good. They put up a ton of points, Cleveland. It was just the defense no, but did it. Are you expecting three touchdowns out of the defense against Joe Burrow? Listen, all I know is that Joe Burrow has not beaten the Browns in his career, and he's well, playing he, against the he's Browns. Due. What I will say though is the team could have very well like spent a lot of time game planning Kansas City, riding the highs week. of a hard fought victory, and then it's just like whoop, spook. Um, also like. Um, it's weird that we record these podcasts and we have cameras on so we can see each other. And you have a g- giant Deshaun Watson fathead on the wall behind Stop you. That. That's, Stop that. It's weird <laughs> that you have that, too. We'll cut that in post. We'll cut that it's, in post. You got two Pamela Anderson swimsuit posters and then a giant Deshaun Watson fathead. It's the oh weirdest setup. Two, two truths and a lie, folks. Let's figure it out. <laughs> we'll, let the, we'll let the viewers at home figure that one. <laughs> Fine, we'll I make lied. A it's one we'll make Pamela it. Anderson and one Watson. New York Jets Watson. at Buffalo. <laughs> it's two Watsons with a Pam with their arms around either side of him. Okay, two picks left. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! We're so close. New York Jets at Buffalo. Buffalo nine and a half point favorites. Mario, what do you say? Never trust the Jets. Never pick the Jets. Yeah. yeah. Nine and a half's a lot of points, but this is yeah. Buffalo. This is actually a little tricky because we're going against Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. The same guy who has Devontae Adams has those two. So this would be a dream cut. If we lose this point, then we're good. This is going to be a James Cook game. So you put it out into the world with the last pick against Devontae Adams, but now this one, you were reversing we it in. We got to reel it in. <laughs> uh, my thoughts on this one is Jets defense is legit. Maybe the best defense in the league. Of all time. Um, they're also young. So like sometimes you could have a good defense and you're getting into the late season and they get a little like sloppy. 
So they should be good. And then the Jets beat them last time. And now they're nine and a half point underdogs. I don't think they'll beat them again. And I think they could lose by 10 because that offense is atrocious. But the defense is so good. And they're playing in Buffalo. I don't know what the weather is going to be. But it's probably shit. So like I'm a fan of like this being a relatively low scoring game. I think it's like a 17-14 Buffalo or 21-14 or something like that. Um, that's my thoughts on this one. I don't know. Nine, nine and a half is a lot. I never picked the Jets. Like, but. You get, you're telling me nine and a half points and against that Jets defense, and I feel this bad about picking them still. Oh, and I'm going against Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. <laughs> Tampa Bay at San Francisco is our last difference here. San Francisco three and a half point favorites. Mario believing in that TB12 magic. All I hear him yelling is goat, goat, goat on the other side of this mic. Oh my god! But not the people at home hearing that. Listen, I mean three and a half is a lot of points. Jimmy G is just like he just broke his foot. He just broke his foot, and you're telling me you're giving him three and a half points? And we, just... I mean. To be fair, Jimmy G's not going to play with the broken foot. <laughs> There'll be another guy. Probably, but we'll say on this in particular, it's just like, what did we just see on Monday? We just saw Tampa Bay just like, yeah, they're losing, and then they just like come and backdoor you. And that's what we need here. We don't need them to win by three and a half. We just need to cover. You just need to like sneak in. I think Tampa's a good sneak in team. And I think they come out um, on top. Here's what I'll say. Remind me when Jimmy G broke his foot. This week. Yeah, what part of the game? I don't know. I didn't watch I'm going to say, I, I didn't watch either. This oh, game. oh, you didn't watch either. But here's what I'll say. Jimmy G was 2 for 4. Brock Purdy was 25 for 37, 210 yards, 2 touchdowns, and an interception. And the San Francisco 49ers beat the Miami Dolphins 17 to 33. And you're looking at me at, at the game Tom Brady played on Monday. And you're like, that's a team that's going to take down the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, my God. It does look like on their second drive, <laughs> I see Purdy in as quarterback. <laughs> so... It was pretty much a Purdy-led San Francisco 49ers against the Miami Dolphins. Now there's, now there's a week of film on him, though. Now there's a week sure. of film on Purdy. Sure. And you didn't have maybe, Pur- maybe Purdy doesn't do as good. But you got Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> wow. And that defense, I mean... That defense is so good. They're so good, the defense. I don't know how you see them beating Miami Dolphins 17 to 33 with Brock Purdy and you're not second guessing this pick here. Well, that's I'm not the- saying it's good. Holy I'm not saying they're going to crush them. But three and a half's a little for the difference in skill between these two teams. You're putting a lot on Jimmy G. What would this what would this spread be if Jimmy G played? If Jimmy G played? Ten and a half. Ten points? Yeah. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. And so you're telling me Jimmy G is worth six points. Or seven points. Seven points. A full touchdown. A full touchdown. Wow. Maybe maybe it's eleven and a half. Maybe they're like, fuck it. Two point conversion when Jimmy G's in there. Okay, here's the thing about Jimmy G. He played the week before and scored thirteen points on the New Orleans Saints. That's enough to beat. Brock Purdy. (laughs) Jimmy G is not a show off. Jimmy G does dust enough. 
<laughs> he does what he needs to. Oh, sorry. That was when the defense held the Saints to zero. <laughs> exactly. He was like, guys, relax. We don't need to like, like now we're just beating up the, the deaf kid. You know, it's like, listen, we did what we, he talked his shit. We dealt with it. That's it. We're not here to get our can I, dirty. Can I just say, besides when the Chiefs beat their ass 44 to 23, six weeks ago, their last five games, 14 points scored for the opposing team, 16 against the Chargers, 10 against the Cardinals, 0 against the Saints, and 17 against Tua, Hill, and Waddle. Oh my god. The fact <laughs> they that they held Tua in there. Waddle, they held Waddle to 19 yards. Waddle got hurt, too. Man got hurt. <laughs> oh. Did he? I thought he played the whole game. He, he, he missed some snaps. He had nine yards. He had one catch for nine yards. Nine, five times. Oh, it's so. 19 points total that he got in PPO. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, one point. 19, I was, 19 I, points. I was thinking it was 19 yards, the 1.9, no. but it was 1.9. Wow. It's... What a Look, I didn't, I didn't research. I don't research these as well as I should um, when we yeah. pick them. I kind of just go on feeling while we're right before the podcast here. But after like looking at this, I feel pretty good about that one. <laughs> Not nah, Tampa. This was this because Tom Brady is trying to beat. He won't. He went into this game trying to beat his successor. And right. I don't know. And, and that's, the successor like, that's, isn't playing. But he has all that channeled energy. And <laughs> I will say, I think he has a new girlfriend already. Tom Brady. I think I saw. Yeah, he's the, Tom Brady. Why wouldn't he? I'm just. But I'm just saying. So he's got that like. You know, he's feeling young again. He's, he's got feeling young again. Right. Oh no, he's feeling young again. Oh, he's got like a younger girlfriend wearing him out all week. Okay, yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. that. It'll and think about yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. If this game was in Tampa, maybe we're like, ooh, maybe. But it's like, no, she ain't traveling out to the West Coast. I don't think they're on that terms yet. Maybe she live on the West Coast. Ooh, She's right. either a model or an actress, right? Probably. Probably. <laughs> all right, that's our show. That's week fourteen in the books. Next time when we're talking to y'all um, next week, we're we're gonna figure out if. The fuck is up is advanced to the playoffs. Hopefully we do. God's plan. We'll be talking about our potential first matchup in um, like what our playoff matchups are going to be in your home league. Maybe if I win in that one sleeper dynasty league, we might be facing off against each other. So a lot of, a lot of action here. Yeah, it should, it should be. I'm, I'm willing to bet we'll be facing each other. I don't really like the other guy's team that you're against. So I, I have a, Unless it's a freaky deke week, I'm pretty sure you'll yeah. do all right. Which have happened. Uh, I don't. I hope you just lose right away. Thanks. That's our show. Like, subscribe, follow us on Twitter at NotACompPodcast, where we tweet, where we echo the thoughts that National Treasure is the best movie of all time and other similar hot takes. Peace. National Treasure sucks. <laughs>